between my legs, between my legs, go. The squirrel was like running between the legs and then try and flip the squirrel. Somatic sexologist Morgan Penn is back with Hayley Sproul for a new season of Sex.Life. So more and more little pets started appearing and some horses for the pony play. Sex.Life, a new episode every Wednesday. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Wild Secrets. Thank you. It's really nice to be out and about, you know. Yeah. It's been yeah. a pretty, pretty tricky, you know, a couple of years for us the last little while. It has. How, how, how are you doing? We're, we're doing good. good. We're good. We're here. You yeah. know, we're here sitting in the studio, so that's a big plus, you know. We're both going through, um, you know, after effects of cancer and you know, still in treatment. Um, but, you know, we're moving forward. And mm. that, you know, that's the most important thing in some ways is... You know, we've we've got a second chance, you know, so we're we're using it and we're happy about it. And that, you kind of you know? use that time to to write a book, yeah, yeah. as well. Between yeah. COVID and cancer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my book happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good uh, on you. A new autobiography uh, called "The Untouchable Girls," top ten story. So, how long does it take to write a book? Uh, about a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. About, about a year and a half usually, but it took it took Jules and me about uh, about oh, I don't know a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Smashed it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what was interesting is that we both we both know the stories. So what we did was a timeline. We picked the timeline. We went from the day we were born to where we are now. That's a big timeline. Yep, yeah. you, and, you know, you can't tell your life story until you're dead, really. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen from here on in. That might be the most amazing book. Uh, now, uh, amazing stories. It's so hard to pick out some of our favourites. But Prince Charles, I thought, was kind of cool. Well, oh, now yeah. King Charles, yeah. Charles yeah. asked for your DVD, Prince. right? Yeah, yep. he did. I can still remember that moment. At the, it was up at the Sky City, you know, the big conference area where they were having this huge fundraiser. And Prince Charles at the time, who was now obviously the king, um, Prince Charles and Camilla, it was the first time that Camilla had come to New Zealand. And um, we'd done Camp Mother and Camp Leader. We'd sung, you know, our four obligatory songs and <laughs> were very good and didn't say anything bad because we'd been given strict instructions not to do anything. So I wanted to say I was Camp Leader and she's out of control. I wanted to say, well, we'd like to welcome the Prince, Prince of Wales. Prince of yeah. Wales and Octopus and Tuna and Dolphins. It's great gigs. We did our lovely, you know, thing and Camp Mother said, you know, we yodeled. We did the pelvic yodel and that was a bit risque. I did say that you could practice this in your privacy of your own home or castle. <laughs> and actually it was interesting because yeah. at the end they, they they said the prince has requested you to come to his table to go and see him. Oh wow! And we and we almost I'm, I almost said well actually we've got to be somewhere else. But I, <laughs> I thought I better not. God, this she is was real. camp leader. We were both dressed as camp mother and camp leader. We're still in character, right? Yeah. You never you never go out of character. Yeah, right. When you when you're in a jumpsuit, you don't want to be yourself. <laughs> yeah. you know? And so we we got escorted back to the table, and he was speaking to um, the then Prime Minister, Mr John Key, because everybody who was anybody was there, you know, raising money for things and what have you. <laughs> and um, so he was talking to John and then um, he spotted us out of the corner of his eye and he made his way to us. He said, I did enjoy your show. He, <laughs> he said, said, I'm, I'm sure you toned it down a little bit for us. <laughs> and then he said, do you have any DVDs? <laughs> and then Camp Leader said... Yes, we do. I'll get my people to talk to your people. <laughs> They're twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. And the amazing thing was uh, that he he wrote you back yeah, after watching the DVDs. And yeah. said the boys love them. Boys love the top. The, the, yeah. the, me and know. the boys love the DVD. We wish you all the best in your career. It's pretty incredible. Oh, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you know, you're, you're an institution. Obviously, you know this. And we uh, we we used to do a radio show on the Rock. 
and a guy phoned up. Yeah, I remember that. Ages ago. Yeah, ages, years ago. 25 years ago. He phoned up and he said, you guys came to perform at his primary school and they were, all the students were seated on the floor in the classroom and he found he was staring up uh, the, in between one of your legs and you guys stopped your song and said, I don't think you're going to find what you're looking for up there. <laughs> And it's stuck with him his entire life. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Have we blemished that child's brain? Top Twins, uh, congratulations on this book. It's uh, a wonderful read. And like you say, there could be a sequel. So many great stories in there. Everyone needs to get it. Um, if You don't judge a book by the by the cover, but if you judged your book by the cover, what would you say? Oh, well, it's we don't want to be judged by our illness or we want to be judged by how we lived our life. And that's kind of important for us. And I think we've just always tried to be there, present, political. Did mm. someone run for mayor yeah, as well? Yeah, Linda did. Camp Mother, <laughs> so actually, Camp Mother ran for mayor. <laughs> I ran for mayor, yeah, you know, it's Camp Mother. And then I also, um, I put my hand up to try and be a councillor on Ashburton, but that's, you know, that's a... It's a blue town. <laughs> <laughs> Not voting in the Labour Party. The Labour Party. I mean, you know, if we were really, to, you know, yeah. what if we wanted to just want to say go vote? It's really yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we we have no say in how people vote. They, you know, it's a very personal thing, and mm. you know, not to judge people. Everybody has the reasons why they want to vote for somebody. But if we don't vote, then where's the lost vote? Yeah. And so right now we're still looking. We're, it's like Groundhog Day, you know. If we if Winston Peters is kingmaker one more day, I'm going to pull my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> then they're talking about a second election. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. If we they can't, can't afford decide. it. We can't afford it. <laughs> no. They're having their own sequel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, love catching up with you two. Keep safe and uh, go and buy the new Top Twins book. Thank Thanks, you. you boys are still looking as young as everything. <laughs> oh, we're hanging in there. Ninety <laughs> percent of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.